sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the Betting Edge podcast. My name, Ryan May, or Mayday Sports, if you prefer. And I am joined by two of my favorite people in the world. The Oracle of the Over-Under, the Prognosticator of the Point Spread, Samir Mergy at Mergy Moneyline on Twitter. And a UFC footy basketball expert, Owen Hall, at Owen Halsey on Twitter. Thank you, boys, for being here. It is the NBA Conference Finals. And we're here to talk about it. So, Mergy, give me your thoughts. Tell me how much money you made in the last round before we roll on to making some money in this round. Well, the last round kind of did me well. I got three out of four uh, predictions right, I would say. I was hoping Philly would squeeze it through. I was kind of backing them from the beginning. Um, but they definitely did not squeeze it through at all. So, uh, at least I got plus money picks on both the Lakers and uh, the Nuggets uh, to advance through their respective rounds. Um, of course, the Heat were favored, so we didn't really get too much value on that. Uh, but if, I did take the Heat to win, and then I did have the 76ers. It was an embarrassing performance in Game 7, uh, to say the least. But also, Jason Tatum, uh, for any of you doubters out there, he is him, right? This guy, he beat Curry's record that was set just a few weeks ago. Uh, he had this interview after Game 6, where he, he struggled in the first half. Um, in fact, the first three quarters of that game, he was struggling. Uh, and he had an interview after the game saying, hey, like, I know I'm the best and one of the best in the world. Um, humbly. And, humbly. And, humbly. Yeah, yeah, he did add that. He said, <laughs> he uh, humbly, humbly. I know, humbly, I know I'm one of the best <laughs> in the world. Um, and he came out and proved it, right? Because everyone was hating on him on social media. They're like, how are you going to say that comment after such a poor showing and a poor game? Um, but people are quick to forget how influential he was for the Celtics final run last year. And he showed exactly what he can do. Game seven against the 76ers at home, bounced back in amazing fashion. Like his team saved him in game six. They kept it close until he had to close it out in the fourth quarter. And then other way around, he saved the 76ers that second quarter, that third quarter of game seven. Uh, third quarter less so everyone kind of started clicking at that point defense was on par um, but second quarter especially where he just scored like three or four of their buckets in a row he got a couple blocks uh he was on the he was crashing the glass like jason tatum was everywhere and he is him yeah i didn't really understand the reaction to that comment considering you know he is one of the greatest players in the world and in like a five quarter span he, I wouldn't say saved his legacy, but definitely improved it, right? And he's been yeah. doing this for a really, really long time. I remember him um, as a rookie dunking on LeBron James in his first playoff run. And he's always performed well in these moments. And there are not a lot of superstars that kind of have that on their resume, right? Like Joel Embiid and James Harden are no doubt two of the most talented players of this generation. But when you look at their playoff production, particularly in game sevens, it's concerning. Meanwhile, we're looking at Jason Tatum, who's essentially a 30-point-per-game guy uh, in game sevens with great efficiency. Um, so, yeah, Celtics were my uh, championship pick at the start of the playoffs, and uh, they're starting to prove it uh, game by game. 
for argument's sake, is Jason Tatum now one of the top five players in this league, Mergy? I would say he is approaching a top five. Um, I don't know if I'd give him... I'm trying to think of top of five players better than him. I did and this last night he's... with my buddy, and I was trying to figure it out, and we put him on the bubble. Yeah, and the way that he's playing right now, like... I could see, I could argue him being a top five player, right? Uh, he's bringing the defensive end to his game. He's coming in clutch for his team when it matters most. And I guess it depends on what you what you look for, right? Uh, when you're when you're picking these best players in the NBA, um, are you picking it solely off the regular season? Are you taking it solely off like certain aspects of their game, or are you um, taking it as when they put it all together and like that complete package overall? Um, I would say over the past year or two he's definitely a top five player in the nba when you put the whole package together because he's showed up when it matters most for the team he leads the team not only on the court but you can tell he's a vocal leader in the locker room he's like he he makes the players around him better uh and not only that he's putting in effort on the defensive end like we know he can score 30 points tonight we know he can do that uh but he's he's rounded up other parts of his game and he has um the the size like his body type is just so unique and different um, compared to the skill set that he has. Like other players in the NBA can't do the things he can do at the size he is or the lankiness he has. His length is amazing. Like Jason Tatum is a generational player. And Who's better not... than him in the East, Samir? Who's better than him in the East? You have Giannis. You have. I'm already. I mean, you have Joel Embiid in the conversation. Yeah. yeah. And like. Past Giannis and Joel Embiid, is he the next best player in the East? Like there's oh, him, there's him, there's Jimmy Buckets. And even like yeah. even like Tatum in top form, um, you could put him, I mean, Embiid has shown us, and I don't think this is a hot take, but you can put him literally in the same conversation as Joel Embiid. Like, yeah, he hasn't story. won an MVP yet. Um, but I feel like Embiid was going for that MVP this season. It was a little different. And, like, we saw he – Ryan, we talked about it yesterday on stream, actually. We saw him get a little bit tired because of that. I feel that that affected him. That's why he wasn't as healthy in the playoffs because he played a lot of the regular season, didn't do, like, load management in a way. And we talked about how that might be something Embiid should do moving forward. Uh, so, in that sense, I think, like, I could put Tatum in the same conversation as Embiid and kind of just – about to brush into that same echelon that Giannis is in, which is kind of ridiculous talking about two-time two-time defensive player of the year or three with Giannis, um, and then MVP as well. So, And he has the title. That, that might be kind of what Tatum needs to reach there, uh, but he's definitely getting close. Made the finals last year and looking like he's going to make the finals again this year. I really like the way you dissected that. And I think Jimmy Butler is the perfect representation of, you know, the best player in the league versus a guy that you want on your team in the playoffs. Yeah. And like when the playoffs first started, I said, I would take Kawhi Leonard, a healthy Kawhi Leonard over anybody else in the league. If my team is about to go on a playoff run and for me, there's a difference between those two type of guys. Uh, Jimmy Butler is, like I said, is a perfect re representation of that. He probably, he definitely was not an MVP discussion this year. His Heat team struggled. He didn't play um, uh, enough games to be on that MVP conversation. But 
when the time comes, he's there. And there's there's two things for me that go into that player that you want in the playoffs. First of all, it's availability, which is a massive thing. Yeah. And then also a skill set. And I think guys like Jason Tatum, like Kawhi Leonard, like LeBron James, their skill sets for me are made for the playoffs because they're two-way guys. They're guys that can create in isolation and can create for their teammates as well. And you kind of see, you know, in, in the playoffs, your your weaknesses are exposed and it's best versus best. And to me, you see guys like, even though Giannis has a title, we can see his game kind of change in the playoffs. We see Embiid's game change in the playoffs a little bit. We see James Harden have one game where he's dropping 45 and looking like old James Harden. And then the next <laughs> game, he's, he's, he's back to his, his, his passive self. And so for me, there's, there's a major difference between those two things. And, but for me, Jason Tatum is a guy I want on my team during the playoffs because he's so polished in, in, in terms of his skill set. Like he reminds me of, I think him and Paul George to me are the only guys, maybe couldn't include Kevin Durant in that conversation. Those two guys who are just so incredibly smooth at like yeah. six, seven, six, eight, six, nine, six, ten. They move like guards. They're they have two way impact, and they're just guys I want on my team when the uh, postseason comes. Maybe it's a little unfair to try and place him inside that top five because it's or even create a top five. Really, I think it's just not the re- not reasonable. Uh, obviously, based on your guys' answers. Playoff means different things than the regular season, means different things to a top five ranking. So ultimately, Jason Tatum is him. That's the basic <laughs> point of this uh, of this entire little discussion we had here. Um, and with that, I think we should move on to the other side. Uh, we didn't talk a whole lot about the Lakers series coming coming to an end and the Nuggets series coming to an end. So is there anything, Owen, you want to highlight from either of those two series? Yeah, I got I to gotta hold my hands up and give it to Samir here. Um, I said I wouldn't bet against Stephen Curry, but clearly that was the mistake. That was a mistake. Uh, the Lakers looked really, really good in that series, both for, for a few reasons. Um, Anthony Davis, insane two-way impact. I don't know how he wasn't on an all-defense team. To me, he's the best overall defender in the league. But the big yeah. thing for the Lakers was was their role guy stepping up in big moments. Lonnie Walker had a great game. D'Angelo Russell showed up after a lot of people were, you know, shouting for his minutes to go down. Um, Austin Reeves had a massive impact throughout the series. And LeBron James played like LeBron James. You know, he's obviously not his old Cleveland and Miami's self, but the end of the day he's still LeBron James he's still a 30 point per game guy he's still going to turn up in the playoffs and I actually favor them in this Denver series not necessarily because of you know how great the two teams are but styles make fights and I really like the way the Lakers match up with uh, the Nuggets I love I love that you said that because I mean, you know, I've been on the Laker train all playoffs yeah. long. I, I'm joining I want, you. I'm joining you now. Let's yeah. go. I want LeBron to go on the room. Uh, we've <laughs> yeah. had the plus 1700 on um, our streams and podcasts. I've been giving it out for months. Um, so I agree with you. I do think the matchups, uh, that's the key thing I want to point out from what you said. The matchups favor the Lakers a little bit, uh, especially the way they're playing, especially the way these role players can kind of fill their roles. 
if AD continues to be AD, uh, both offensively and defensively, then I see a hard time for these Nuggets. I think the Lakers will win in six. I think LeBron will have a couple of those legacy games um, throughout the series. And, uh, and, and I believe that, that the Lakers will get through. That being said, my prediction is after the first four, it'll be split two to two. I do think they'll split the, the first four games and then we'll be into a, a, fi- a best two of three situation with the last three games. Hopefully, like because I'm cheering for the Lakers, I would want them to be up three to one, win both at home. Um, but I do think they're going to get blown out game one against the Nuggets. I feel like just the air in Denver and like being there, uh, the Nuggets having that, of course, chip on their shoulder coming first in the Western Conference, everything. I feel like Nuggets are going to defend their home court well. And on top of that, the way the Lakers seem to kind of figure out their matchups is exactly that. They take some time to figure out exactly how they're going to work a scheme around certain players. Um, Like, for example, what they did with Stephen Curry, how they attempted to slow him down in certain periods of the game, because you're not going to stop him all game. Um, So I I think the Lakers may take game one as a bit of a learning curve of like how they can adjust uh, their team to the Nuggets specifically. And the Nuggets themselves might blow them out of the water with LeBron AD kind of conserving energy, knowing it's a long series. It's not just game one. Yeah, I think Jamal Murray is going to have a massive load on his back this series. Yes. And I I like that for player props. I think there's a chance he might be the highest scoring player in this series. Um, Because I think the Lakers are going to have a game plan for Nikola Jokic. And the, the game plan has kind of been out there this season where the, the Philadelphia 76ers did it, where they kind of put a a defensive specialist four, like a guy like P.J. Tucker, and then kind of keep Embiid in the paint. And I think the Lakers will do that with Jared Vanderbilt. I think they're going to have Jared Vanderbilt on Jokic and have Anthony Davis to clog those lanes and protect the paint. But I think for me, the Lakers, they have to focus on two things. Um, their role players stepping up and performing, because I think... I I'm not I can't necessarily rely on AD and LeBron to go out there and score 30 each every single game. So those yeah. role players have to continue to step up. They absolutely have to. And Anthony Davis cannot go cold. That's one thing that cannot happen. He can maybe have a game or two off this series, but he cannot go cold. He has to be Anthony Davis. And like I said this at the beginning of the playoffs, the Lakers will go as far as Anthony Davis takes them. Yes. Yeah, I completely agreed. And um just to go off that point you said it's funny because Ryan, you had the same uh, you had the same guy getting top points scored in the I series uh, for very similar reasons, and then they do have the odds out now. Last last night when we were looking at them, the odds were not out, uh, but they do have the odds out on FanDuel Jamal Murray to be top point scorer plus six hundred. Wow. Whoa, who are the favorite? Is, is LeBron the favorite? Jokic is the favorite at minus one forty, and then and LeBron, LeBron plus four hundred, then okay. Anthony Davis plus five hundred. Then Jamal I've been Murray. waiting to bring this up. I'm going to bring it up now. Then, if LeBron is sitting at that at at the second favorite to be the highest point scorer in the city, the bookies are trying to trap you, and this yeah. is why LeBron has become an expert at managing himself during playoff series. These. If you look at the two series just in isolation this year, the Memphis Grizzlies series, the first two games of the Memphis Grizzlies series, he sensed blood. He knew there was a chance that they could go out and take this series down early, and he went ham. He put everything into those first two games, and then he sat back and let his team 
finish off the series in four. In the Warriors series, it was very obvious that there was no way they were going to get this team out early in this series. It was just never going to happen. And so what you see is LeBron taking it a little easier at the beginning of the series as the series builds in. And then by games five, six, and seven, he is dropping 25 points. And he is doing that because he has given himself and his body the time he needs to make sure he's ready for the big moments that are going to come later in the series. So with that being said, he's not going to be the top scorer and also be wary of betting on his points props until we're at about game three in this series. Cause I just don't see like, why would you throw your 38 year old man? You have literally more playoff experience and winning experience than pretty much everybody in the league. Why would you not use that to your advantage? That's totally smart, man. Like he he's obviously gonna ease himself into it as he's playing the long term game, right? It's a seven game series. The first two games are in Denver. Um, like, they, don't be surprised if they get killed in one of those two games, and if they end up going down two to zero, like it's not out of this question, right? Denver is a hard place to play in. They were phenomenal at home uh, this season. I don't see the Lakers going down two to zero. I feel like if they do get blown out game one. LeBron might try to have a legacy yeah. type game, game two, to to keep them in the series. Um, so I agree with you. Like the game one, the earlier games kind of look towards his unders maybe. And then when he's at home where he, you know, he likes to put on a show where you know that he feels is the team's best opportunity to win, then then take his overs or maybe bet on him to have a better game, especially later on in the series because we know LeBron in, elim- in elimination games, right? And if he's going to be at home in a potential elimination game against the Nuggets, like this guy's going to go off. He just got 30 against Golden State last game. I think it's, what, 16 straight elimination games at home that he's won uh, with his team. So that's really nuts. That's 16 straight series (laughs) um, that this guy dominated in to get his team the W. Um, I agree with you. I don't think he's going to be the top point scorer in the series. I feel like that's a booking trap. Yeah, I can see it being Jamal Murray. Like that seems like the like Owen nailed, kind of nailed laid out the tact what likely is going to be the tactical plan, which is going to rely on Jamal Murray having a ton of looks, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to hit them. He might, he might, and maybe that'll be the difference in the series that pushes Denver over. And I, but I just don't, I don't. It's not likely for me. Um, so the series odds to win this uh, playoff series, I guess, then become the West, Western Conference winners has the Denver Nuggets at minus 160 and the Lakers at plus 140. Way closer than the other series, which we will get to. Um, but there's value on, I technically value on either of these teams. If you want to take one, we're all sitting, any, anybody, any reason <laughs> why you might want to lean towards Denver? Like uh, we've all been pretty Lakers heavy. That seems a little worrying. If, if yeah. we see if we see Jokic going down as Owen has said, I mean not Jokic, AD slowing down or going down as as Owen alluded to earlier, then maybe I'd lean the Nuggets. But as of now, I am Team Lakers for sure. Plus one forty is where I would go. Fair enough. Yeah. Owen? Yeah, I think it's not necessarily what the Nuggets will do in this series. It's more how the Lakers play them. I I have confidence that Nikola Jokic will be himself. I have confidence that Jamal Murray will go off for a few games. He'll find his jump shot. 
but I think it's how they play the Nuggets and, like I said, like how these Lakers role players play as well. And we've seen Nikola Jokic before. Like, he's had an absolute monster playoffs so far. Yep. But I think that Phoenix series favored him matchups-wise. And we've seen the way that teams have played him in the playoffs so far. And I think it's tough for players like that to have an impact on the series versus guys, like I said, like Kawhi Leonard, Jason Tatum. Like, there's not a recipe in terms of guarding those guys. And I do think when pushed, Nikola Jokic will end up having having to pass the ball to Jamal Murray and other guys. Like, Jokic is not a guy who's going to force a 50 bomb. Um, you know, he might go out there and get you 15, 11, and 12, and it'll be close. But I do think you can, you know, force him to pass the ball and, you know, force other guys to beat you. And ultimately, I think that's how the series will go. But I think it'll go six at least, yeah. Okay. So the last thing to talk about in this matchup is the potential Western Conference final MVP. So the odds obviously suggest that the Nuggets are going through. Therefore, Jokic is the favorite at minus 150. The next favorite is split between Davis, uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, both at plus 350. So if the Lakers are going to win, the bookies do not have a look, a read onto which one is more likely to be the final MVP. Um, Owen, what do you think about, what do those numbers tell you and where would you be putting your money? Okay, so we're going between like LeBron James, all reliable. We know what we're going to get from him. And then it's Anthony Davis who seems to like, he still has a massive impact on games, but seems to like show up every other game. Like he'll give you an 11 and a 15 and then he'll give you like, a 30 17 four block game and i think it's like whether you know ad's good games and bad games can average out more than lebron's just total impact if ad finds a jump shot in the series i think he probably grabs it but i'm leaning towards lebron james right now just because the consistency is too much and i think voters i don't know who votes on this it's probably media but media likes to look at performances late in series by the time a series is over not a lot of people are going to remember 35 points in game one or you know you having a big game in game game two and when it comes down to it lebron james is a monster in those elimination games he's a monster in game sevens and i think i would lean towards him uh if it's essentially a pick him yeah, it's literally, literally a pick him between between the between the two i would lean lebron james but I have a feeling uh, the odds are also speaking to me that way, but I also I have a feeling Anthony Davis is going to have a big series. Uh, this matchup might work a little bit better for him in terms of compared to LeBron, right? LeBron's going to be guarded by, what, Aaron Gordon probably? Mm-hmm. And Aaron Gordon did quite a good job on Kevin Durant in the last series. Uh, of course, the help defense from the Nuggets are really good. So I do think uh, the Nuggets, uh, with as much of a game plan they're going to have around AD, they're going to have an even bigger game plan around LeBron. Because uh, if, if LeBron gets going, they're losing the series. And uh, and so AD, I'm just looking at his stats against the Nuggets this season. Uh, three games. One of them, he he, I think he got hurt during, so he barely played. Uh, but the other two games, 22 points, 14 rebounds, three steals, two blocks, five assists. Like, he's filling up the stat sheet. And if he continues to do that against the Nuggets, um, which I think might be the Lakers' game plan, 
then I could see AD winning this Western Conference MVP, especially because both Miami and Boston to come to the finals. I think Lakers are, they're probably not thinking ahead, but like just me personally as a fan, uh, both of those teams match up way better against Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis is going to explode, it'll be this series with LeBron being held back a little bit, conserving that energy. Um, but it all depends how the series goes, right? If the Lakers are down 2-0 to after the first two games, LeBron's going to be like, fuck this. I'm putting it into my own hands. And he's going to attempt going Super Saiyan and just winning the games for them. And then if he does that, it's all LeBron's MVP to, um, I mean, Western Conference MVP to win. But we do remember Anthony Davis's performance against the Nuggets in the bubble. He had the game-winning three-pointer yeah. yeah. uh, where he yelled Kobe after yeah. it was of course fitting because it was uh, the year kobe passed away so like yeah. um it, it, i know it was an awesome moment it made me laugh yesterday watching a, it back because moment. i saw him um yell kobe it's just kind of funny <laughs> ad out of everybody on the court is the one AD yelling was him. all of us on our play in our playgrounds at, yeah at the age of like 13, 12 13. but, but he us. clearly has this confidence in the playoffs he averages 30 points against the nuggets but he has this confidence going up against the best centers in the league and he usually tries to prove that he's the best center in the league you're swaying me you're swaying me and so I kind of like yeah, AD yeah. in this situation against the Nuggets for Western Conference MVP. That, that's just my my take as it from now. Uh, but my favorite bet in the actual series, uh, minus, I like the Jamal Murray look. I like, obviously, Lakers to win plus 140. But if you look at game one slash series parlay, I think there's some value here. I think Nuggets to win game one, but Lakers to win the series at plus 320 Ooh, is a whoa. pretty decent bet. Yeah, I, didn't I mean, know like that, that existed. I mean, like tease it, right? I, I know I I did it for the Nuggets <laughs> I last like series. I did Nuggets to win first first game and then beat Phoenix, and that was like plus two something, plus two fifty, I think. Um, and I did it, and and I liked it. I, I was like, Nuggets are really good at home. They usually win these game ones, um, and I thought they were going to beat Phoenix. So now I think Lakers are going to win, but I do think Nuggets will win game one. I think it's worth the tease. Yeah. Before before we move on here, yeah. I don't want to spend this whole podcast comparing players, <laughs> but. In 80s last year in New Orleans and his bubble performance, to me, he was a top three guy because he was shooting like Kevin Durant in the bubble. He's the best defensive player in the league. Now, if he goes and has a similar performance or has a big series, like he plays well in four out of the six games or five out of the seven, where does he rank for you? Because, like, to me, he's been consistently uh, underrated. And, you know, NBA media, there's a lot of, you know, storylines and cliches and you know he's street clothes he's never available there's all this but like to me when when he's on the court on play has an impact that a lot of people don't realize or don't understand like to me when he's on his best game it's a Giannis like impact and yes. sometimes it's even greater because he can shoot the ball uh he's, yeah. he's had his struggles and I think a lot of his shooting struggles have coincided with with injuries but for me I think if he goes on and like leads this laker team to an nba finals like for me we have to start talking about anthony davis as like a top five borderline top three guy in the league i don't, I don't know what you guys think about that i was just about to say a completely healthy anthony davis the impact he brings i'm with you top five player for me arguably top three player in today's league uh he the way he plays that his impact defensively is not just shown on the stat sheet 
Like, yeah, he gets blocks and steals, but like teams have to adjust their whole game plan around him being in the paint. Uh, we saw with the Warriors every time AD was off the court. Um, I know the plus minus supports my my uh, my decision here, but uh, the not just the plus minus, not just the stat sheet. Like you saw every time AD was off the court, the Warriors attacked the paint because they knew the whole time he's on the court they can't really do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could see Steph Curry maybe like get a drop on somebody and then get the shot off before AD can come to stop him. But that's fucking Steph Curry, one of the best players that's ever played the sport, right? And and it forced him to have to be the one to do that because literally anyone else would go in there and they'd get blocked or they would get a tough, tough shot and it would barely touch the rim. Like AD is probably the top, like the a top three defensive player in the league. And then the impact he brings both offensively and defensively, I'm with you, bro. Top five player in the league, especially if he wins this, like if he continues to play well this series and then the Lakers end up winning the chip, like you could take him in the top three in the league, right? Like LeBron's not there anymore as a player overall. Mm -hmm. He's not, uh, but AD is. And that's why these Lakers are so strong. Yeah. Okay. Well, I could could see it. Um, I'm not not certain whether or not it's real. I'm I'm kind of in this boat now. Owen kind of put me in this boat where like <laughs> making a top five seems to be very difficult, um, especially considering like you have defensive players and you have all around players and you have the most elite offensive players. All of these guys floating around this discussion that like it really comes down to what you value as a exactly. fan, as a coach, as a player, what yeah. your team yeah. needs. But like he's there's no doubt he's in the conversation as one of the top like five players in basketball period if especially if they go on and actually do it this year yeah um, just, just just conclude really quickly i think for me yeah. it's the nba is a best versus best league when it comes down to it and i think like he's a player that shines in that environment and for me that's that's what i look for yeah he that's- does like that's a great way to put it because he does always play well against other people kind of competing with him um yeah. the days he has off days like they're not usually against the best centers in the league like when he's out there he's trying to be the best uh and and he proved it man like he didn't even have to score that much this game seven but he had yeah. such an impact on the lakers in that game like he was phenomenal for them um and and they ended up dominating and getting a win yeah all right so with that let's move on to the other series the only other series left <laughs> The Miami Heat against the Boston Celtics. And holy shit, do the bookies not believe in the Miami Heat. The Boston Celtics to win the series are a whopping minus 500. Um, Miami Heat at plus 400, despite having probably at least one of the top two performers of the entire playoff so far chilling on their roster i guess he's not chilling isn't a good way to describe what <laughs> jimmy buckets is doing right now no but not still, at all but still this uh i think this this number is a little bit disrespectful i don't necessarily know if they win the series but i think i don't think it's this i don't think the discrepancy is this big am i missing something here mergy i i agree with you man uh i don't think you're missing something here i think that it's a little disrespectful to a team that in the past four years like, well, in the, in the past four years, both these teams have matched up three times in this stage, right? So at the end of the day, like, 
yeah, Boston is so much better in the regular season and like so much more talent on their team overall. But the Heat, they're well coached. They are experienced. They have a lot of experience on that lineup. Kevin Love, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Buckets himself. And then not only that, they have the confidence of beating the Bucks. They wipe the floor with the Knicks pretty much. And they can at least adjust to match up well against the Celtics. I think this this series, um, as we saw with the Atlanta Hawks, uh, people are going to surprise uh, or the Heat are going to surprise people. And they're going to surprise the Celtics a little bit um, with how well they could play against them. Do I think the Heat are going to win the series? No. But I do think that um, the series spread of Heat plus two and a half uh, games. Slam it. I think that's a good bet. I think I think it'll be a game six kind of situation. Uh, four to two Boston is my prediction. Um, but I think the Heat to win at least two games is a pretty good bet. I, I feel like they match up well. Yeah, I mean, you know, we could compliment the Heat all day. We could say, you know, how great they are, how great Jimmy Butler has been, how great some of the rule guys have been. And it seems like Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra always seem to have the last laugh when it comes to these players. Like, yep. we thought Duncan Robinson would be out of the league, and then he's shooting, like, 100% <laughs> true shooting in that Milwaukee series, and he comes back. You know, we're seeing guys um, coming off the bench as well, like Caleb Martin has had some good games. Uh, Gabe Vincent has had some good games. Uh, you know, we're seeing playoff Kevin Love a little bit, but I think there's just way too many factors around this this Boston Celtics team that just makes them, you know, slowly lead. They've performed well in the regular season. They step up to their competition. They're a team that can... And we saw that in game seven, they can bury teams. And I think yeah. for me, it's really important to see high margins of victories in both playoff and regular season games. And the Boston Celtics have done that better than a lot of other teams this season. They just, any team, they, better than yeah, any team. they know, they, yeah. they really, really know how to kill games. And there are some very, very good teams that don't really know how to do that. And for me, it's just, it's it's tough to see a team seated so low. Even they, even though they did beat the the first seed, they did come out of the play-in. They beat a very very game New York Knicks team. Um, that series could have easily gone seven, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And but there's just there's just way too many factors, man. And we've seen this before, where especially in the Eastern Conference, where we've had playoff series in the conference semifinals. That to me were the conference finals, like when Brooklyn and Milwaukee faced off with each other. You can kind of tell, like, this is this is the best of the best here. And the Celtics got over the hump in the Philadelphia 76ers, which for a lot of people was the major challenge in this postseason. Yeah. Yeah. And I just – I don't know how much Miami have left in the tank, and I don't know how much, you know, Jimmy Butler and these other role players can have an impact. And Bam Adebayo's kind of had an on and off playoffs. I'm sure he'll have a decent impact in this series, but – there's just not not enough for me to 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 go the other way. Yeah, you make you make a good point there, especially with Bam. Um, like he has had an on and off playoffs, and he's gonna have a tough time against the Celtics. Yeah. We saw how they defended Joel Embiid. They kind of you know put the two big men on and and just suffocated him. And they're gonna do the same thing to Bam Adebayo, so he doesn't get going early. Uh, I feel like the Celtics adjusted mid series to doing that mm -hmm. to the 76ers. But yeah. they might come off the bat doing that against the Heat. We saw how dominant they were the last two games 
And then um, if they do it that way, really all they need to rely on is him, fucking Jason Tatum, right? And let's be real, four games against the Heat this season. So the regular season, of course, is different, but they split the series, uh, season series to a piece. But Jason Tatum played in all four and he only got less than 25 points once. So clearly they don't really have an answer to him defensively. And we saw how confident he is after that game seven. He's yeah. going to come out and dominate. And if like, I, I won't be surprised seeing the Celtics up 2-0 after, after two. Just as importantly, when we saw Jason Tatum struggling for those three quarters, and he recognized yeah. this in, in the interview too, his teammates were able to rally around and keep yeah. them in that game. You know, I do have criticisms of Jalen Brown sometimes. I think he's someone who, you know, Jason Tatum gets the majority of criticisms. Um, and I think, you know, we should treat Jalen Brown kind of like the fringe superstar that he is. Um, I don't know if this will be his last season in Boston. There's been some rumors over that. But to get back to the point, this is a team with great role players, like some of the best role players in the league. Like their depth is absolutely insane. Like Malcolm Brogdon, sixth man of the year. I believe Derek White was on all second team defense. Yeah. Um, you know, Robert Williams has been fantastic in these playoffs. It's probably kind of disrespectful to call him a role player. He's probably better than that. But yeah. they're just so – they have so much depth, and it's weird. Like, for such a successful team, I still think they have a lot to prove. And a lot of that comes with mm-hmm. Joe Mazzulla, who's a very young head coach, looking to prove himself in this league. The Celtics players have kind of talked about how fond they were of Ima Udoka. I think Jason Tatum says um, he was his favorite coach. Um, he's a young coach. I think there's there's this after um, after they won game two, Mazzula is like, his eyes are wide open. He's just like, so you guys aren't, aren't going to talk about the adjustments I made? Okay. And he walks off. It's like, this is a team that wants to prove something. And I think they're going to they're gonna get back to the NBA finals. And obviously I have them winning it. Do you see the heat? Despite the fact, okay. Despite the fact that Boston are like, the odds reflect it. We see that they're going to probably win this series. Do you see the Heat getting two wins? Because that's re- ultimately the crux. If we're going to bet yeah. this series, that yeah. is ultimately the only way you can find any value unless you want to <laughs> sprinkle the Heat money line on the series. But, like, I don't know. That, that's you know, that's maybe throwing away money. <laughs> what do you think? I think, you know, I think Samir, Samir is probably better at this than I am. But yeah. – like right now, I see it probably going five games just because I do think their fatigue is also a factor as well with the Miami Heat. Um, and I don't know how sustainable this is. But, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised five, if they win two though. games. If it Pardon? gets to five, if it gets to five, they might get Tyler Hero back. That's in also, that, that's also that true game. as well. Yeah, five games, five, big. he might actually be back and probably coming yeah. off the bench too. Yeah, and that's probably better for him. Um, yeah. We'll see. I mean, like, my my snap prediction, I haven't done a ton, a ton of prep, but my snap prediction is just five games, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes uh, goes six. Okay. Uh, point Top point scorer for the series, currently yes. heavy favored, Jason Tatum, minus 185. Um, I don't hate it. It's not great value. Uh, $100 uh... wager would win you 54, like profit you 54, so you'd get, like, half a unit back for putting a full unit on it. But I really don't see that being an issue in this case because Jason Tatum, not only the form he's in, but we've seen through the regular season how many points he can score on them. We see the determination in his eyes, really, to get past this round. 
and I don't see anyone else on, on, on either roster outscoring him. Like, unless I guess the heat win, but even if the heat win, that means that Tatum's going to be on the floor a lot. Yeah. And then he's just going to have his way and get buckets, right? The heat need a win as a collective um, with Jimmy kind of leading the way. The Celtics could have Tatum drop 50 of their hundred points. And what, are, uh, what are Jimmy's odds? Jimmy's second favorite at plus 200. I think that's a look too. Yeah, because I mean, like, I could also see Jimmy just like dropping fifty in a loss, or just just yeah. having a couple of those games. But yeah, I, I don't know how great value that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's other like that you could theoretically like if Jimmy's gonna get the most assists in this series is almost like I think pretty close to a lock. Um, and that's sitting at minus one seventy five. I mean, Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum are the other favorites in this bracket here. And they're at like aggressive numbers compared to the minus 175 Jimmy's at. Maybe that's a look. Plus 260 on Marcus Smart, plus 650 on Jason Tatum for assists. To Um, do that, just interrupt. I would see how the first game goes in terms of how Miami are playing Boston. I think we could see, you know, we could see Jason Tatum turn into a bit of a playmaker if they really, really kind of lock in on him and Jalen Brown's obviously not afraid to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, I think that that could be looked there. I would watch the first game, see how it goes. And if the prop yeah. is still there, I would, I would take okay. a look at it after that. Okay. Um, so that's, Oh, the only thing is one last thing to hit here. The last thing to hit is the player award for the Eastern conference finals MVP. Uh, odds reflect our conversation minus two fifty for Jason Tatum Plus 420, plays it for uh, Jimmy Butler, and uh, plus 550 for Jalen Brown. Um, any, there's no, this, like, unless you think Miami are going to win this series, there's nothing to bet here, right? Uh, I mean, Jalen Brown's not a bad shot. I think that's okay value. Like, but yeah, we, plus we've, we've seen with- plus 550. I guess that's fair. The second guy. The second most likely guy on the ball yeah. on the team that's almost like guaranteed based on the to odds win. to win the yeah. series. Yeah, not and he's like J- Jalen Brown's not your average second option. You know, like he, no. he could he could easily outscore Jason Tatum in a few of these games, and he has in other series just based on how defenses play Tatum. They see him as as the bigger threat, obviously. And Jalen Brown's a guy who could be a first option on on some very very good teams this league. So I I don't I think that's bad value actually. Okay. Mergy, would you get on it? Would you sprinkle anything on Jalen Brown? I think the minus 250 uh, is definitely partly to do with 51 points in game seven. Like, I don't think yeah. that number is where it is if he does if he hits, like, if he hits even 35 points and they win. Like, I, that number isn't it. I put a cheeky 50. fiver on it. I, I put a cheeky fiver on it. I, I like, think it's worth money, the tease. Money that you're willing to lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think it's worth the tease, but like, I don't expect Jalen Brown mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, uh, especially with, like I think both Jimmy and Jason will have more points than him. So all right, um, but but I, but I think it's worth a tease because exactly what Owen said. Where if the Heat are a good defensive team, and after game one or two, once they have a scheme around Tatum, how would they want to handle him? They could just slow him down offensively, and then he just has to like dish the ball or create plays in different ways, which may result in teammates getting more points. Um, but if we see that happening, then then. That means that they're actually doing a good job of containing him. And I think if they do that, then they actually have a chance of sneaking out an upset win in the series. Um, but I don't see that happening. I just see Tatum dominate. So All right. So 
That's I'm going to take <laughs> our conversation and put it together into some bets that I found here up on the board. We yep. have isolated the Boston Celtics versus the Los Angeles Lakers as an NBA final. We've done that in our conversation. Yep. That's what we've done. If we are confident in ourselves, that is at plus 175 to be the final. What do we, is is that, are we that confident in ourselves that plus 175 like that. for that to be the final? I feel like it's a good number too. Yeah. Celtics think, versus I, Lakers. I thought it would be like plus 200 though. Or plus two twenty, or it's yeah. bit, like it's a bit the, low. The bookies believe in the Lakers, though. The <laughs> Celtics Nuggets, obviously at minus one fifteen. Yeah, and then anything outside of that is like plus seven hundred. So I don't know. I could get behind. Yeah, I think I like this. I, I think I can get behind this. I can get behind a unit on that. All right. So we have two last things I want to hit here, Mergy. We have talked all about our Lakers going all the way to win it, plus three ninety five. <laughs> We talked about that and whatever you got it at before. The Heat are plus thirteen hundred. The Denver Nuggets are plus two thirty, and the Boston Celtics are minus one hundred five. Outside of the Lakers to win, would you, as like a smart gambler, would you sprinkle anywhere else? Would you just stick with your like one pick? What's the play? There's still value on the Celtics. Um, minus one hundred five, still what a coin flip. Yeah. So I would hedge a little bit. Like because I've had Lakers since the beginning of the playoffs, and then now I'm I'm gonna retake Lakers at the plus three, uh, three ninety that it's at. I would hedge a little bit with, um, with the Boston Celtics to win it all because at the end of the day they are the team that looks they were here last year, right? So they are the team yeah. that looks like they can do it, and they can get it done, um, and that way it's a hedge in a way between uh, Lakers and Celtics. So yes, there there is still value on the Celtics there. Um, and if you're a believer in Jokic, which I'm not, like I'm a believer in Jokic, but if you're a believer in the Nuggets whoa, to beat whoa, the Lakers, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I meant, I meant, you know what I meant. If you're a believer in the Jokic and the Nuggets beating the Lakers, um, yeah. then that would probably be a, a decent play as well. Plus two thirty. The Heat, I think the odds makers have it right. I, I think it's a very, very low chance uh, for the Heat to get it done. Oh, and. You weren't necessarily as bullish you, on the Lakers. You didn't have them. Did you did not have them pre playoffs to win? At, no, no. Mergy no. had them now, so you're in a little bit of a different spot. Where yeah. does your money go on the NBA champion? Well, I thought Golden State would win that series, but I said yeah. this I think in one of our streams that if they beat Golden State, I would favor them over the Nuggets just because of how the mm-hmm. two teams match up. I've liked Boston at the start of the playoffs. Um, and I know we're going we're gonna to get into finals, but yeah, I'm, I'm the same way right now. Okay, fair enough. Um, so the last thing, guys, that I would like to hit here, NBA Finals MVP. Um, if I guess it kind of, kind of goes with who you think is going to win. So it's a little, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a rehash of what we just talked about. But Mergy, you think the Lakers are going to win? So LeBron James and Anthony Davis are the highest valued Lakers on this board here, but they're both at the same odds, plus nine fifty. We talked about AD maybe being the guy to bet on in the conference finals. If they make it here and they win, is AD still the guy to take? My opinion, no. Um, I believe both, I mentioned it a little earlier, but I believe both the Heat and the Celtics defend real well 
against that position and they're going to game plan around Anthony Davis. Uh, and that kind of opens the floor up for LeBron James to take more reins on the offensive side of the game uh, and just, and play how, how he does kind of get close to triple doubles every game assist uh, rack up those assists, but also unstoppable when he drives to the paint. So I like LeBron James plus nine fifty. Um, I think if you, if you're going to bet on the Lakers to win the championship from now, you might as well take the LeBron MVP thing because at the end yeah. of the day, media loves this story. Um, he's going to be he's 38 years old. And if he wins the finals, you know, he's going to have a big hand in it. Um, so unless AD is like averaging 30 points or like averaging 25 and 15 with like three blocks a game, unless that happens, it's going to be given to LeBron. Like the, the narrative goes towards LeBron. Um, the fan favorite goes towards LeBron. Um, he's probably going to be, if not the leading scorer on the Lakers, the second leading scorer on the Lakers. So if the Lakers win, it's most likely going to LeBron, um, barring AD being something we really haven't seen from him um, consistently enough, right? Mm -hmm. uh, although I would like to see that more from AD. Regardless, LeBron James, he's the number one guy. I do think plus 950 on LeBron James is my favorite bet. Owen? I think that's like insane value because I think yeah. this this series to me is is close like a potential Lakers Celtics NBA media dream TV dream kind of series oh, but so good yeah it is yeah <laughs> you, you you have to admit it's just like it's, it's well, the NHL, look at the final four <laughs> that you might get in the yeah. NHL of yeah. Vegas Seattle um or Dallas <laughs> Carolina yeah. and Florida and then you have Boston and LA going head to head potentially in the finals in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. These are different. These are different things that we're it's, it's poetic and because it is. It's poetic because they're tied, right? Aren't they on all time championships? So yeah. LA yeah. and Boston, yeah. the winner is going to take that yeah. um, between this East Coast West Coast rivalry rivalry that's been around since like the beginning of the league. It's kind of kind of exciting. Uh, I am excited for that series um, if it if it comes. If the Heat, yeah, it, but like, that's the perfect narrative for for the Heat, though, right? They're like they love that kind of narrative. Yeah. Like they're, they yeah. want to be the villains to stop that from happening, especially Jimmy Buckets. In a nice um, way, so there are just so many. Yeah, there's so many sickos on that Heat team, man. Like Kyle Lowry's yeah. a sicko. Jimmy Butler's a sicko. Like I know Eric Spolstra's <laughs> a sicko. There's so. Do you see that thing where like he had a uh, he had a cup after they won? And they're like Eric, like I gotta ask, what's in that cup? And he just goes, don't worry about it. <laughs> I love I love him, man. I think he is you know he hasn't won a coach of the year. Really? Yeah. Oh, that is undeserved. Man. Has never won. And I think five out of the last six coaches of the year have been fired from their job. So that, that kind of proves to you. Okay, so um, maybe he doesn't want it, bro. I guess maybe, <laughs> maybe he's he scared of the award. But yeah, I think uh LeBron James finals MVP is great value. I obviously have Boston winning that series. I think Tatum's what plus one thirty. Plus yeah, heavy favorite. Correct. For where we are right now, like the fact that Boston souls to win a series, I thought you'd get a little bit better value on that. Yeah. But I do ultimately think that's that's what's going to happen. Um, if you're really confident in that, take it. If you're not, maybe go somewhere else. But um, yeah, you know I, I do think Tatum will win. One point juice on that though yeah 51 yeah. point juice on so plus maybe 130. maybe if he struggles in this miami series and you see those odds change a little bit maybe you jump on it after that 
is, you know, it's plays different from series to series, obviously. So mm -hmm. I think same with the, um, with the, uh, Western conference MVP, uh, I would wait a little bit and kind of, sorry, Eastern conference MVP. I'd wait a little bit, see how the series goes. And if you get a knowledge change, jump on it then. Okay. All right. Well, guys, that's basically everything, uh, on the board. Um, we have come to the conclusion of Celtics Lakers. Let's see how good, how good our, our, uh, our original are. man. I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure nobody else has talked about this possibility. <laughs> yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody. Um, but I don't know. It's the, how you got to dream. You got to have, you got to want to have the best, the best of the best teams wise organizations, players going against each other head to head. That's what you yeah. want. So storylines are what makes uh, sports, right? It so is. it'll be fun. It is. It'll be fun having the storyline in the final. We are going to be doing Twitch streams uh, where we place bets ahead of some of these games over the course of the next week and a half. Dinner winners, uh, after lunch locks, uh, and some <laughs> other fun alliterations we can come up with. We gotta find a breakfast name. Gotta find a breakfast yeah. name. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> thinking about that. You just do breakfast, breakfast bets. Breakfast bets. Yeah. Yeah. Breakfast. Or bread for breakfast. Oh, mm. bread for breakfast is <laughs> pretty good too. That's pretty good. See, the alliteration is flying right now. We'll figure um, it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, we're going to be back uh, a little bit later on in the next uh, week, maybe next week, where we're going to bring Owen back. We're going to talk about UFC betting overall, how you do it. Um, and we're going to talk about UFC Canada because that's coming up in Vancouver in a couple weeks now. Um, I got nothing left. Follow us on all of our social media, Sports Grid social media, Mayday Sports, Mergy Moneyline, Owen Halsey, uh, Twitter Spaces, 6 p.m. Eastern time on Thursdays on Sports Grid's Twitter. We're always there giving out bets ahead of Thursday's games. Hopefully we see you guys in more. And it's fucking terrible ending. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Bro, Liverpool scored and I got fucked up. Oh, <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> it was a beautiful goal and I got it was from like Who scored. I don't know. We scored a screamer from like 40 yards out. Oh uh, that's just, sick. Curtis Jones score. It was it was a uh, fucking fuck. <laughs> it's okay, man. It happens. Alright, I'm just gonna do a hard cut there and I'm gonna like somewhere towards the end of my little rant and I'm gonna be like and I'm, and we're gonna and you're gonna come in, cool. Okay. Samir, yep. you're gonna send us home. Ready? This is me now. Yeah, you're just gonna you're just gonna send oh, us. Okay. Home. Yeah. I'm froze, bro. You cannot. Am I back? Yeah, you're yeah, back. You're back but I'm, okay, I don't trust Let's just it. do it quick. Let's just do it quick. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Make sure you guys tune into everything that Mayday had told you about because there is so much content coming up coming to you guys. But it's playoff season. My usual spiel, make sure you guys gamble responsibly. Enjoy the playoffs because, man, you're going to be missing sports a month from now. There's really only going to be baseball on. Um, so other than that, guys, gamble responsibly. Enjoy your weeks. And most importantly, let's cash, baby.